Hey y'all, it's time for episode 17 of A Mindset on Things Above. Hello, hello. Hey everyone. It is episode 17. What did you think of my little intro? I liked the music better than last week and I'll probably decide to be consistent with one background music over the others um but you know I gotta test them all I gotta try them all out and see which one I like the most and I I mostest (laughs) and I like that one the best so far it's happy and cheerful and today we're talking about something happy and cheerful so it seemed appropriate so this week I was chatting and coaching with my beautiful, wonderful, amazing clients. Y'all know who you are. You're wonderful and I love you so much. And doesn't that make you feel so good when you know I'm talking about you? Isn't that wonderful? Ah, so this common little thread started poking through in my conversations this week with my clients and I could see it even in myself. So I want to share it with you here because it's so common. It's so common. So the title of this episode is seeing yourself as seeing yourself as, and I actually want to start off by highlighting the positive first rather than laying down like what the problem is and then telling you what the solution is. So first we're going to look at like Big picture, the positive, okay? And that is that God sees you right now as your best self. He sees you as your strongest, most powerful, mature, best you like that's what he sees when he sees you you know why because he sees you through the lens of his son Jesus he sees you through the lens of Christ because he doesn't see your stains your tarnishes your blemishes he doesn't see our dirt and our grime and our mistakes and our failures he doesn't see that because it's taken care of it's already taken care of through his son. So you are white as snow. You are his child, therefore an heir. And you are like 100%. Okay, you are whole. You don't have room to grow. You don't have things that need to be learned. You don't have work to do. You don't have to be worked on. Okay, you're not like a problem to be fixed. Like we think we are, right? You've got it all. And Ephesians 1, 3 in the message. Um, I actually, I hope I wrote it down. <laughs> I was thinking of the verse where it says that 
we're blessed with every spiritual blessing. So, and that's Ephesians 1, 3. We have every spiritual blessing, but I like what the message says. I was looking through a couple versions and the message actually doesn't even say that at all. (laughs) It says, how blessed is God and what a blessing he is. He's the father of our master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessing in him. Long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. In parentheses, what pleasure he took in planning this. Mm, he wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift giving by the hand of his beloved son. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that awesome? He had pleasure. God had fun in planning our future long, long ago when he decided to already adopt us before we were even a, a twinkle in our parents' eye. <laughs> Okay, so, and we're blessed with every spiritual blessing. Do you get the picture? God sees you as your best self, as a child, as perfect and whole and wonderful. We, okay, we choose to focus on our blemishes and highlight our problems. It's really unnecessary too. And that's what we're going to talk about. So you've got all you need. You have everything that you need to walk out in God's plan for you. To walk out in your calling. Okay. You have everything you need to fulfill the mission on your life that you're working towards. Okay. We just need to exercise it and learn it and trust it that we can and that we have it. Okay. Rather than see like, oh, I have so much work to do. Oh, I'm not there yet. Oh, I just messed up. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm confused. Okay. So this shows up in our life often when we are trying to create something. We are... Working to live out our purpose, our mission, our calling. Okay, we're working to create something. That's just like the best way I can put it. We're trying to make something in our life. And by doing this, we are changing what we believe about ourselves. We are changing our self-concept and how we view ourselves because this is how it is. We're going from no, I can't to yes, I can. We're making the jump from left to right, from night to day, from off to on, from dark to light. Okay. I didn't. And now I do. So we're completely changing our self-concept and how we view ourselves from being dead to alive. Okay. From not being a coach to being a coach. From not having that job to having this job. Okay, we're creating something that we've never done before or are doing for the first time. And all of the drama comes up. All of the thoughts come 
up in this process of going from one end of the spectrum to the other. So in my coaching this week, yeah, it it has shown up in different circumstances, okay? We all have a different story and a different calling on our life, a different mission that we're working to fulfill. But what happens and what I'm seeing commonly in my clients is how we look at ourselves and we say, like, I don't, I can't, I tried, I'm not, I have more work to do, I need to learn more, I need some kind of evidence or validation that it's possible for me or that I can. We try to qualify the thing we're trying to create, but we don't have it yet. We don't have the evidence for it yet, so it it feels very paralyzing. It can feel very stuck, like we're going around and around the mountain over and over again and again, but we don't know how to get out. Okay, so... We talked about the positive. God sees you as 100% complete and whole. We talked about how we see ourselves like, oh, I'm a failure. I keep making mistakes. I don't get it yet. This is really hard. I can't. Maybe I don't have what it takes. Okay, we focus on our shortcomings. We focus on things that God doesn't even pay attention to and God doesn't even see. And we use it against ourselves or we believe it. I believe I'm not there yet. I believe I'm still missing something. I feel confused because I'm focusing on this thing that I don't have or I think I need. All right, so now it's time for the solution. (laughs) So in my coaching, whether you're a client of mine or a considering client to be considered, you're considering being a client. (laughs) In my coaching, I use a tool called the model. And it explains how we create our results. We create our experiences in our life from our thoughts, from what we think. Okay, so we have a thought It makes us feel something, happy, sad, angry, frustrated, confused. It makes us feel something. And then we take an action. Of course, okay, if I'm confused, I'm just not going to do anything. Or if I'm confused, I'm going to go out and find the answer and try and search for it. If I'm frustrated, I'm going to self-indulge so that I can try and feel better. Okay, we take action based on what we feel, which is coming from our thoughts. And that's how we come upon our results. And mankind in general it is led to believe that our result stems from our circumstances. My circumstance is what creates my result. But that's not what the model teaches. And I use that in my coaching to help my clients take personal responsibility And choose to create their result and feel empowered to create it on their own. Okay, so it's very, um, it makes sense that we should look at our thoughts, okay? Like, of course, if my thought is where my result comes from, I need to know what I'm thinking. I need to address what my thought is. If I'm feeling 
sad, I need to go look at what my thought is that's causing me to feel sad. Okay, that makes sense. And seems right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But today, I want to offer that we need to take it even one step back than that. So if you are familiar with the model, um, whether you're a client of mine or maybe not, you probably know it, um, or maybe you're familiar with it outside of coaching, but you draw like um, vertically, you start with a C because that stands for circumstance, and then you write T for thought, F for feeling, A for action, R for results. So what precedes our thought? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Ding, ding, ding. It's our circumstance. Well, the circumstances. Maybe it isn't even our circumstance. A circumstance is what starts it all. So we have a circumstance and we think something about it. Um, I will use a client example that we talked about just the other day. She thought that she was like, she was basically feeling a little like an outcast in her family. And she thought it was because of a family member. A family member was creating the result of her feeling a little like an outcast. And I was like, dear, it's actually your thought about the circumstance that is creating the result of you feeling and believing that you're an outcast in your family. Okay, so the, I won't say problem, I mean, why we need to take it a step back and look at our circumstance is because too easily and too quickly our thought like gets muddled into the circumstance line and we believe that our thought is true. Okay, so let me give you an example because that might seem confusing. So you're trying to create something in your life, right? I'm trying to create this result but today I feel like nothing's working. I feel like I'm frustrated. I feel like I don't know what to do. I feel confused. Um, and I think that the circumstance is that it's not working. I think that the circumstance is I'm missing something. So that is where we go to take action to fix it. When in fact, the circumstance must be a neutral thing. Um, I, it could be a thought, but we'll save that for another day because I don't want to get too, too deep or confusing. But it could be a thought, but a circumstance is something neutral that we attribute a value to. We say Corona is bad, but Corona is just neutral. We say um my family member is mad at me, but the family member is neutral and we have thoughts about their behavior toward us, for example. So it's easy to just see, think that our circumstance, we're right about our circumstance, but we really need to get clear on what it is and determine 
if we're believing that it's true um, or not. And the circumstance has to be neutral. It If you think of it like you're taking it to the court of law and everybody has to agree that it's yes or no or good or bad, it has to be something that we can all agree on. So before running to... Um, identify what thought needs to be addressed or changed or fixed, all of that could be erased altogether once you get clear on what your circumstance is. Are you believing that your business isn't working and that's why you're thinking I have to try something else or I'm missing something or I'm feeling confused? Are you thinking your family member is against you? Or do you think your circumstance is my family member is against me? So I think I need to defend myself or stand up for myself. Like, wait, wait, wait. We got to back up and readdress the circumstance. Because that is going to shift the thought that we're having before we just take it hook, line, and sinker and try to create the result that we're after by looking at the thought that we think is true. Okay, so good. Um, Let's talk about this. <laughs> As it applies to you, I, I could so explain this better in a personal example and how it works um, with you in your life. So I gave a few examples here, but I hope that's helpful and not too confusing. Let me recap. First of all, God sees you as 100% having everything you need to fulfill the mission and calling on your life. Okay. He chose you before the beginning of time to walk out in this purpose. And he even chose to adopt you into his family, like before you were even here. And he had a plan in place. So when he sees you, he sees you as complete and not lacking any good thing and being blessed with every spiritual blessing. Okay? We focus on our faults. We focus on things that God doesn't even see or consider. And we make it a problem or we make it mean it's a big deal that needs to be addressed. Um, rather than, and I think we should talk about this next week, seeing what we have instead of focusing on what we don't have. What do you have that is equipping you? What do you have that is what you need? Okay, because those things are all that we need to activate and start exercising instead of trying to seek the answer outside of ourselves and solve a problem that we already have the solution to. Okay, and I would love to talk about this as it applies in your life, in your personal example, situation, scenario, circumstance. Um, but for the time being, I want to encourage that you take a step back and see, first of all, what even is the circumstance? Because it has to be neutral. It has to be something that everybody can agree on. Um, so, for example, you could say, my family member is the circumstance. And now you get to ask yourself, what am I thinking about that? What value am I attributing to that circumstance? Okay, make it as simple and 
Like, so simple. <laughs> um, for you to find the thought that you have. Don't pull out a big long story like I've been looked down on my whole entire life and that's what the circumstance is. Like, wow, that's a big gulp. That's big. Just make it so simple like my childhood, okay? So so little will take baby steps one step at a time, okay, to learn how to create the result that you want in this area of your life. Alrighty. Wow. Whew. Um, I will give you my calendar in the show notes so that you can find a time for us to talk so we could take a look at how this applies to you specifically. Okay. You're amazing. You're awesome. I'm here for you. I'll see you next week. Bye.